Welcome into Toast to Film, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Trey. And I'm one of your hosts, Ebo. And guys, we're excited about this one because we've seen a couple of good things, got a couple of good things to bring to the table. But Eddie, why don't you tell the viewers what we got? Well, you know, we decided, let's, let's you know, we're officially in June. Yep. We're about to be done with the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. So I tasked Trey, Trey, what is the films you're most excited about? How about the six films you're most excited about for the mm-hmm. end of the year? So July through December, we'll go into what our most anticipated movies are, mm-hmm. what we're just dying to see. Maybe we have honorable mention each. We'll see. Yeah. And then, because, you know, we didn't really have anything this week that we felt like a full review for, just because, like, I didn't, you know, when we see stuff together, we like to review it. But if we only see one and one, we don't really like to. So, we decided, for those who follow, we have our bonus show, A Shot to Film. Mm -hmm. So, on this very episode, after we do the list, if you want to stick around, we'll have a special presentation of A Shot to Film. Featuring... Something that's in theaters, mm-hmm. some things that are on streaming, something that's at Redbox. A little something for everybody. Some hidden gems. But Trey, why don't you get in to your top six movies July through December 2021? Buddy, with with passion. Okay? With passion. So, you know, it's not a true Eddie trailer without a couple honorable mentions, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, let's, let's do this. Let's dive right in. So... Two of my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. One, The Suicide Squad. Mm. Okay. So the reason I bring this up, because at first I didn't really think much of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But then we got to think about the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Who is directing it? Mm-hmm. And who's directing it, Eddie? Uh, would that have to be James Son of a Gun? <laughs> Just a little little uh, indie he's, director. He's literally a son of a gun. Yeah, he, he is. <laughs> He really is. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but, you know, I I didn't really think about it, but man, he did something so good mm-hmm. and brought something so amazing to the MCU with Guardians of the Galaxy. Some people regard Guardians as the best MCU movie out there. Which, while that may not be my answer... I would not discredit no. anyone who chose that. Exactly. Because it's so fun, so lighthearted. Even people who aren't into comic stuff could still get into it. Yeah, exactly. So when you have a name like that and a writer who has vision, mm-hmm. and you bring that to the DC... And you also you know, bring you, some of the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, exactly. Because Rooker's in this, his, his brother's brother, in yeah, this. Yeah, his brother's in it. So I could not say that... I would be lying if I said I wasn't, you know, anticipating, you know, a well, really good review for this. You know, maybe this movie will get brought up again next <laughs> week. <laughs> well, very excited about this, man, because I am. I wasn't big on the first Suicide Squad, so I'm very excited I to see this. I liked most of the movie. I liked aspects of the movie. Yeah. But there was some things it was just very yeah. lazy writing. But at number two, The Night House. Ooh. Let me tell you. And these are just honorable mentions. Yeah, right? these are just honorable mentions. Rebecca Hall is a great oh, phenomenal. dramatic actress. And she was phenomenal in The Gift. This kind of reminds me of something similar mm-hmm. with the tone. Not the plot, but the tone. Yeah, because the, the plot's wild. Yeah. So I I love cerebral horror, and that's exactly what this looks like. 
dealing with like parallel universes and you know time lapses and stuff. I have no idea, but I can't wait to see it. But Eddie, I'm gonna dive right into this, buddy. Okay? About time you only took ten minutes of honorable <laughs> mentions. At number five, you can- mean number six? Oh yeah, number six. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Candyman. Hmm. I am very excited about Candyman. I love the person they chose for it. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor, and we know he can deliver in horror movies just mm-hmm. like he's already done in Us, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. At number five, Old. Hmm. This is a movie I want to see. Is M. Night Shyamalan fully back? Because, you know, he's had his highs, his lows, and now he's rising back up mm-hmm. to his highs. He's had some Grand Slam hitters. I mean, some that will never be forgotten, you know? And he's known for his twist endings. So this one has me curious how he's going to do a twist, you know? Yeah. But very excited about old. I'm That second trailer really sold me. Yeah. Really sold me. At number four, you know how I anticipate I am for this one, Reminiscent. Yeah. This one looks amazing. It I looks mean, like a Trey movie for that era. Oh, the Trey man. Movie. And here's the thing. We talk about good acting. We know this is going to have it. Mm-hmm. Zoe Saldana is in it. We also have um, Hugh Jackman. We have Rebecca Ferguson. I was going to say, you better put some respect oh, on Rebecca Ferguson. But here's the thing. The reason why I hit her last, her and Hugh Jackman have already been in a movie together. Yeah. And they were phenomenal together in The Greatest Showman. So they already had that chemistry, how they work well together. But this is what's really more interesting about the chemistry. They played a love interest in Greatest Showman, and they play a very massive love interest in this one. Yeah. Really curious to see how this plays out. And you know how I love, you know, cerebral movies. You know, with time, this is is it to the T. So we're going to see. At number three, Mm -hmm. me and Spencer's first date. Mm -hmm. Don't breathe too. Oh God! I cannot wait. This will this will definitely be brought up next week. So, I really think that this could disappoint. Okay, it could disappoint because the first one was so good. But yet, you know what? We also said the same thing about A Quiet Place too. It couldn't be that good. But first of all, I knew A Quiet Place one was. A two was going to be good. Well, right, but it's hard for sequels to surpass. Well, I mean, when and, the first movie's not that great. Well, the first movie's amazing. First movie's I, First movie I is best. amazing. I did Oh, no. Tenth throughout. Great movie, great acting. I did best. And had your girl in it. Stupid plot. No, plot was amazing. It was until a certain point. It was and amazing. And you know what point I'm talking about. No, I love that point. No. I love that point. And that's why this movie's definitely getting brought up next week. That That is just where For it took horror to it, the next I, level. Movies that I think are going to be bad. Well, I'm excited about this one. But anyway, I just, I'm just i curious because here's the, the plot about it. Something from his past comes back to haunt him. Small spoiler for next week, because on next week's list, it's actually our top six movies we think we're excited about that may disappoint us, or movies that we're not looking forward to mm-hmm. at all. And I'm not looking forward to this, because <laughs> he is a despicable human being. Oh, yeah. And from the plot listing, they're going to try and make him a hero in this movie. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he has to go rescue somebody. He has to rescue somebody? He has to rescue somebody. No. Yeah, that's the plot of the movie. I didn't get that from that. Yeah, the plot of the movie is uh, he has to go rescue this girl. Uh, well, here's the thing, though. 
Fadi Alvarez is writing it again. And you know we love him, man. He did, you know, Evil Dead. He did Don't Breathe. He's he's a great writer. I'm hoping he... Does he only look, work with Jane Levy? <laughs> smart man, if yeah. you ask me. Okay, smart man. But we'll see. We'll see. But at number two, I've been talking about this movie forever, Last Night in Soho. Okay, look, guys. First off, we got a couple winners here. We got one, Edgar Wright. Has he made a bad movie, Eddie? Not that I can think of offhand. I can't think of one. But I would, before I said Edgar Wright, I would say Anya Taylor-Joy. Yes. Because she is our girl. Yeah. Big fan. But like I said, I had, she's been in a couple of, you know, could be iffy, New Mutants. Yeah, but she was the best part of New Mutants. She was. I'm not talking about her acting. I'm talking about the movies. Yeah, but even in a bad movie, she still brings it. Oh, yeah, she'll bring it. But literally, Edgar Wright, he hasn't made a bad movie. He hasn't made one. And he's picked a great cast with Anna Taylor-Joy. Anya. That's what I said. You Sorry, you sounded like you said Anna. Well, I didn't. And it's on, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I did. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But um, anyway, I'm very excited. Really think she, you know, that movie's going to deliver. And the other point, like I said, besides Edgar Wright, I'm a huge fan of Midnight in Paris. Love that movie. And this has a little bit of that, too, you know? But anyway, my number one, No Time to Die. Dun-na, dun-na. I mean, guys, if y'all been following us, y'all know I'm the biggest 007 fan out there. I've seen every single movie since I was a kid. I just, I love, I've got all the Clutter's editions. I mean, God, I love 007. This one looks great. And let me tell y'all something. As, as a 007 fan, I can tell you one thing that is for certain. Anytime there's a rogue agent or you bring in a second agent... There's always, it's always been good. I mean, we're talking GoldenEye, one of the best, Rogue Agent. We're talking License to Kill, where 007 goes rogue, one of my absolute favorites. Then we're talking about Skyfall, where, you know, he was an, you know, MI6 agent, went rogue, loved it. And this one, yeah, guys, we know. So a little, little, uh, little inside there for you. But uh, that's my, that's my list, buddy. I want to hear yours. All right, so... You know, there's there's a bunch of good movies coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, Trey mentioned a bunch. You know, we got like Escape Room Two, Dune, yeah, Ghostbusters. Oh, Dune's on there, man. MCU movies, Green Knight, Free Guy. Yeah. You know, all these cool movies. But uh, for my top six, you know, I just threw those out there as some cool movies yeah. that are coming out. But for like my honorable mention, but for my top six. At number six, Antlers. Yeah, oh, can't can't disagree there. It's coming out Halloween weekend. Yeah, which has me excited. Yes, but, and maybe this movie will get mentioned next week. Oh we'll see. man, I can't wait. But Antlers, I'm super excited about because Trey and I we love creature features, and we've been talking about this movie forever. I mean, we've talked about this almost as much as Zombievers. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> there's your there's your weekly Eddie mentioned Zombievers. Uh, and you know what, guys? We're going to keep mentioning until y'all watch it and comment Until us. this is trending on like Prime or Twitter or something. We're not going to stop until this is on the next Wall Street Bets, okay? Because Zombievers deserves it. Yeah, it does. Five-star movie. It is. Not being, you know, facetious or anything. And John Mayer's mustache. That's a five-star oh, mustache. God. Yeah, John Mayer. 
and his trucker hat. <laughs> but Antlers, everything from the trailer sells me, mm-hmm. but I have some hesitations, which mm-hmm. I'll bring up next week. Sure. But I'm very excited for Antlers. Me too. Number five, and this one's going to surprise you, but every time I see the trailer, I just get such a feeling of joy mm. that I just am excited. Okay. At number five, Jungle Cruise. <laughs> it just looks like a good family movie. It just looks like a fun movie. It's got my girl Emily Blunt, you know, huge fan. It's got The Rock basically being The Rock from Jumanji, except as The Rock, like not... Yeah pretending to be a little boy or nothing. Yeah. And it just looks like a fun movie. Like, you know, I'm not a Disney World yeah. person, so I've never even ridden the ride. Yeah. But it just looks fun. Yeah. And it just looks, like, good-hearted. Hey, a little dad joke here for you. Um, What happens uh, when you smack the rock on the ass? You hit rock bottom. <laughs> oh, my God. Trey's too happy with himself. Hey, Trey, you know, I do... I do like dad jokes, yeah. but I don't have any kids, so I guess you could say I'm a faux pas. <laughs> For people who get that, that is a golden joke. Oh. I heard that on a movie set, and I almost started laughing on camera, because <laughs> that joke gets me so bad. Faux pas, look it up for those who don't know what yes. it means. But at number four, it really hurt me to not put this higher. Uh-huh. But I just couldn't put it higher. Okay. But Last Night in Soho. Ah, I know. From, I mean, like you said, Edgar Wright. I mean, we're talking about, like, forget Shaun of the Dead and all that. Those are good. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, this is the guy who did Baby Driver, Mm -hmm. which I absolutely adore. He did Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, he did Hot Fuzz. I mean, seriously. You know, just great director, Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah. And just, it looks cool. Yeah. Like, it has a cool feel to it. So, Last Night in Soho good one number three halloween kills i've been waiting for this since last year and i just the trailer is coming out soon yeah the first trailer is two and a half minutes which doesn't sound like a lot but no that's a long trailer go on youtube and just search some movie trailers two and a half minutes is a long trailer it really is so i'm super excited for that you know i can't say enough you know trey and i love the halloween franchise so super pumped for halloween kills at number two is demonic i have i saw a trailer for demonic let me tell you yeah it looks great so, Neil Blomkamp, mm-hmm. is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, like, low-key one of my favorite directors. Oh, yeah. Great director. Because he doesn't get brought up often. He's only had one movie I did not like, and that was Elysium. Yeah, mine I, was mine was Chappie. See, I knew you were going to say that. A lot of people, mm-hmm. it's Chappie, but I like Chappie just yeah. because I could appreciate well, the Johnny Five-esque feel well, to it. Here's the thing. I don't dislike it. Like, yeah. I would never say I hate Chappie. I just think it's his weakest. Not that it's not good. See, I really don't like Elysium. Yeah. Like, I I, I think that was his attempt at trying to not be himself. Well. Because he was trying to make, like, that big blockbuster feel. Well, I did, like, to me, it had a um, Alita battle, you know. Don't you dare. No, no, well, think about it. There, don't you dare. Elysium. 
They're at the bottom, right? At the scrubs. I get what you're saying. And then there's but a I heaven just, up top. But I just Same don't. Thing. I just don't appreciate you mentioning Alita: Battle Angel, which is almost a five star movie for me. I love Alita. With Elysium, which is like two stars at best. Matt Damon. Just, Matt Damon did not look like he wanted to be there. His nah, punk ass. I liked it. Matt Damon, you a punk ass if you listen. <laughs> I liked Elysium. I hope one day when I win my Oscar, and you know this blows up, that Matt Damon listens to this specifically. Matt Damon, you a punk ass. You did. You look like you didn't want to be there. Yeah. Well, hey, I spit on your bald head. Oh, sorry, Matt. But uh, but demonic. Yeah, demonic's you know, amazing. He's done. He's so good at sci-fi. Like he yeah. did District Nine, which I'm not gonna lie, I cried. Just oh, just because that ending. Well, I cried not anything with the movie, but just the experience. Yeah. Like when I walked out of that movie, I had a tear in my eye, and I was like. Who is this director? Oh. Because the movie was just magnificent. Well, and he brought a realism to it. I love yeah. that it was like a documentary style. Yeah. You know? And, and it had it Charto it... Copley in it. Oh, Love man. Charto. He's amazing, dude. And it was just so well written. Mm-hmm. But sad. Yeah. It was a sad movie. Oh, yeah. It was... It was... Yeah, there was nothing happy about that no. movie. But it did have some good action scenes. Oh, dude. That, great. like, pumped me up, man. So... All that being said, I'm interested to see how he'll transition to horror. And from the trailer, from it the looks trailer, well, oh. looks like he's going to transition well. Oh my god! Because when you see those things, oh dude, yeah. when, or when you see it, you know, yeah, like I, oh man, I want to watch the trailer again, dude. Yeah. Demonic was excellent. But my number one, and you know, call it that I'm having withdrawals. Call it that we just need this more than ever, but also just call it that they have not disappointed us this far, and it just looks phenomenal, and I love the route they're taking it, because we've never gone this route, Mm -hmm. and that is Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, man, I, I am so excited about this movie. I mean... The fact that everyone knows who Spider-Man is. Yeah. They've come close to fully tackling that, but they've never really tackled that in a movie, especially mm. where at the beginning of the movie. So yeah. the whole movie, everyone knows who he is. Did you see the leaked trailer yet? Uh-uh. It looks amazing. I mean, I've just heard stuff from like people who did scenes and stuff. Yeah. I've seen... I'll show you the leaked trailer later. But, but Spider-Man No Way Home, cannot say enough about it. And I'm glad you put it on the list, let me tell you. I, I was this close to putting it on the list. But you know why I did it? Mm. Because I actually think it'll be in my top thirteen of the year. So I figured I'd just mention it then. Because you know how you and me are. We like mm-hmm. to we like to mention things that maybe some people don't really hear about that much or mm-hmm. didn't get enough recognition. That's true. But I am over the top excited about yeah, Spider Man. I was too excited I had yeah. to put it. I don't blame you and I'm glad you did. But speaking of movies, so normally this would be where we end the episode. Mm-hmm. And for you know, if you want to cut the episode, that's fine. However, right. If you want to stick around, we have our bonus show, A Shot to Film, mm-hmm. which, you know, is ad-free, mm-hmm. one minute or less reviews. But we're going to give you a little, you know, it's going to, obviously there's an ad at the beginning of this episode. So, right. But it's going to be in the spirit. Right. So here's what we're going to do. We have five things, of course. Yep. Two of them, or one of them is going to be me and Trey. Mm-hmm. One's going to be Trey, and three are going to be me. Yep. So here are the movies and the order we're going to do them, because check with me it's gonna be a progression okay so first we're gonna talk about movies that are streaming 
Yep. Trey's going to talk about the television series Lupin, yes. which is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Season two just dropped. I'm going to talk about the Disney Plus movie Luca. Mm-hmm. So those are your at-home movies. And then uh, also we'll talk about Bro- uh, Black Mountain Side. Yes. Then I'll talk about the movie that's at Redbox, Flashback. Mm, yep, very Which exciting. has Dylan O'Brien and what's her name? Like, uh, Mika? Mika Monroe. Mika Monroe from It Follows. Yeah. Um, and then I will talk about the movie at theaters, mm-hmm. Peter Rabbit 2. So we're yes. slowly doing progression from home to outside your home. Yes, yes. So here's how we'll do it. I'll start out with Luca. Okay. Then we'll do Lupin, Black Mountain Side, Flashback, and Peter Rabbit 2. So let me get the clock out because y'all know... Y'all already know. Y'all know how we do it. So I will start off with Disney's Luca. Okay. So Luca is the story about these um, sea creatures, these mm-hmm. little mer kids, mm-hmm. who come onto isle, come onto land in Italy, and when they come onto land, they transform into people. Mm-hmm. But if they get wet, you know, it shows their true self. And so they go on this adventure. From the trailer, it looked like it was gonna be more of an adventure, but. It almost is like a commercial about Vespas, because mm-hmm. their whole goal in the movie is to get a Vespa, hmm. But which I was starting to get a little bogged down by in the movie, but the movie is so beautiful color-wise. Like, yes, it looked like it. This movie is like more colorful than Soul. Oh, like, wow. We're talking super colorful, but it ends up with this really heartfelt ending which i appreciate mm-hmm. and just really good movie really cute movie i can't recommend it enough i give it four out of five stars nice so trey tell us about the television series lupin so i love it okay let me just mm-hmm. go out and say that lupin has got all my attention i'm watching an episode tonight um i was texting old jerfy choo mm-hmm. and he brought a point i wanted to bring it to attention he said that, okay, well, this is a show about a thief, yeah, you know, and um, his way, you know, of finding revenge um, to get revenge for his father. There's no spoilers there. So, a lot of people say, Lupin, you know, the show and the way the thieves, you know, he does his, like, thiefing, you know, and pulls off his heist aren't realistic, but that's the beauty of this show, well, guys. Well, it's also a show. And here's the thing. This show is just, it's a lot of fun. It doesn't matter. They don't, it's kind of like Now You See Me. We don't have to know how we did it. We just get excitement knowing that he's pulling these things off. And I would recommend it. It keeps your attention. Great storyline. And the acting's phenomenal. Give it a try. Ah. Sorry, I got a new phone, guys. Got to figure out (laughs) this witchcraft. All right, so I'm going to put two minutes on the clock for this one. Okay. Because we're going to talk about Black Mountain Side. Let's do it. So Black Mountain Side is very much an homage to the thing. Oh, I I thought it was a thing at first. From the scenery to some of the names to the general sense of paranoia Mm -hmm. and dread. Yes. Just very interesting movie. Oh, man. Let me tell you. This movie... For it to be, obviously, you know, homage to the thing, I'm glad he did it, because sometimes you can do it badly, mm-hmm. not this guy. Yeah. This guy executed beautifully, he showed he's a true fan, and he appreciated the art that John Carpenter brought to the thing, and it was still a little different, and they added some things that the thing 
that made it different than the thing, and I'm really glad they did. Yeah, it definitely has thing qualities, but then has things that are wildly different. Yeah. But my only one complaint I would have is they address certain things, but to me, not enough. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's something going on with the blood that they kind of mention, and in one scene, they kind of show, but Mm. they never really get back to the purpose of that. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, some other stuff, you Mm -hmm. know. But overall, it's just, it's a cool movie. It's definitely worth a watch. I'm glad you brought that up, because if I had to give a con, there's not many, because I think the movie was really solid. Yeah. But there was some plot holes. If you added about 10, 15 minutes to the movie, we could have gotten a little bit more yeah, answers. Yeah, because it's a short movie. Yeah, hour 38. Yeah. Not long. But overall, really good movie. Cinematography was great. Yeah. Acting was great. And like I said, if, if you're looking for a psychological horror where the dread just doesn't end, this is your movie. Yeah. So I would give it a three and a half out of five. I would give it, yeah, I'll give it a um, a three and a half to four out of five. Yeah, you know, passing score. Yeah, for sure. Really good. So, flashback, like we said, stars Dylan O'Brien from The Maze Runner, and we got to get her name down one. Mika day. Monroe. Yeah. But for, I'm really excited to hear your view. From It I'm, Follows. Yeah. So, biggest complaint right off the bat, and mm-hmm. I'll go, it, and you'll definitely understand this, and hopefully, because we've discussed me. Mm-hmm. If I have not seen Synchronic, this movie would be better to me. Oh, gotcha. Because it has to it deals with, you know, traveling throughout time. Yeah. And stuff like that. And when you see how it transpires, I don't really want to spoil anything with this. But basically you're saying Synchronic made it was done so much better. Yes. Because okay. it was very similar to Synchronic. I gotcha. Like, you know, there's a drug that you take that allows you. Yeah. And you're not really sure, and at one point, one thing that this does different, you're not really sure what time is the actual time, mm. because there's forward in time, backwards in time. The acting is good, though, and it's a pretty cool movie, so okay. I would give it probably about 3.2 to 3.5 out of 5. So real quick, I know we're over, mm. but one thing you liked that it did better than Synchron. I know it's not much, because Synchron we both love. Was there anything that did better? It moved a little faster. Okay. Because Synchronic does have a slower pacing. Yeah. But Synchronic, to me, was a much better thought-out movie. But this one's very cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely suggest going to, you know, check it out. And Synchronic was in the same universe as The Endless. That's true. Which Endless phenomenal movie. Yeah. So, last minute, Peter Rabbit 2. So, let me tell y'all. When I saw the first Peter Rabbit... Mm Mm-hmm. I was genuinely confused <laughs> because that was the weirdest movie I've ever seen. Mm. Like, it's a kid's movie, but, like, there's murder attempts. Like, legitimate murder attempts. Like, people almost stepping in water that has, like, an electric wire oh, sticking in it. And, like, people getting thrown through windows and stuff. Like, Jesus. just the most violent, weird movie I've ever seen. Which I liked the first Peter Rabbit. And so this one is even crazier. Like mm. there's a big heist involved with like some evil animals. Like Oh wow. If you like the first one, you'll like this one. I do like the first and one. And 
overall, it's just such a crazy movie that I have to give it, you know, a three out of five yeah. just because it's just crazy. Like, yeah. You know, wild yeah. movie. Well, that's good, man. Yeah, the the first one was pretty wild too, and it had some of those moments where Peter Rabbit and his crew, um, you know, had the whole build, hit the whole house yeah. like electric, yeah, um, current strength yeah. to it. And at one point, he was on the roof. He fell off yeah. the roof. So but, yeah, pretty nasty. But so overall, though, the kids that were in the theater when I saw it, they enjoyed themselves. That's good. So there you go. So we have. A television series, Lupin, mm-hmm. that's available on Netflix yes. to stream for free. Mm-hmm. We have Black Mountain Side that's available on Prime to stream for free. Mm-hmm. Luca that's available on Disney Plus to stream for free. Yep. You're feeling frisky, want to get out of the house just for a second and come back home. Right. We got Flashback that's at Redbox. Yes. Or if you want to take the kids or just yourself and go see a goofy little movie that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Go see Peter Rabbit at theaters. Yep. Peter Rabbit 2, that is. Yes. But, you guys, we've reached the end of the episode. We told you lists. We told you some reviews. And this week, being that it's our summer blockbuster, kind of, yeah. it was brought to you by some ice-cold glass yeah. yes. Dr. Peppers and Cokes. Absolutely. It makes all the difference. All the difference. But, you know, if y'all would like to tell us how you think of our reviews, what mm-hmm. you're looking forward to... Yeah. And remember, next week we're talking about what we're not looking forward to or yes. what we think could disappoint us. Yes. And you can do this so many ways. You can look for us on Twitter at film underscore toast. Mm-hmm. You can look for us on Facebook, facebook.com slash toast to film. That's mm-hmm. the number two. You can look for us on Twitter, a toast to film, all one word. Yep. I also post funny things from set on there. Yes. Like telling Maya Hawk where the bathroom is. Mm-hmm. Or you can email me directly, bingingandbrewing at gmail.com. You email me. I'll read it. I'll let you know. <laughs> and from Trey and myself, we just wish you a good night and good viewing. Good viewing, everyone.